Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass. The Hitting the Turnbuckle Podcast. First come back. Give me a hell yeah. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Hitting the Turnbuckle Podcast. We're here today to review Collision. Uh, I'm your host, the problem child, David Robinson, and I'm joined this week, as always, He's, he's the Debbie McGee to my Paul Daniels, as he just said, <laughs> before we started recording. He's the cousin. He's he's the cousins, but he's not my cousin. But he could be. He's our uh, cousins. Okay, well, well, I think yeah. I've had too much co- caffeine today, mate. I don't know what's you're going taking, on. You're taking my uh, caffeine place. Well, we don't have, you know, what's that um, thing where you can find your family tree? Uh, what's that called now? But uh, yeah, you, you, I could be. I'm everybody's cousins, though, because that realistically is my There's name. There's something we can do with that, mate. That should be your gimmick. That should be your shtick. <laughs> my shtick. We have just have to say quickly before we start, Collision Revolution Pro have had a power failure uh, at the moment. So our good buddy, Marcus Truford, I don't know if he's had his match or what, but uh, yeah, un- unlucky, Mark, if you've had... Well, actually, it might be lucky if you haven't had your uh, match yet, because... Uh, What's the main event in that show? Is it Oku? I have absolutely no idea. I was tempted to go, but I had to go and watch my son score twice. uh, What? Go on, Riley. Go on, boy. Three, two winners. He scored the first and the winner. So that's the, you know, uh, but this is Canby, though. This is Canby. Man Uh, of the match, was he? Surely to God. No, uh, the little defender was, uh, we now call him Ellison Maldini. Uh, yeah, he was he was brilliant in the back, but uh, awesome. not man of the match today. But uh, he'll he'll get one in the future, I'm Fantastic. sure. Fantastic. I found out just that I can't go to the Ref Pro show with Osprey and Zach Saber Junior headlining because I'm at Blink 182. When is that? 14th of October. Hold on, Are you sure that's Ref Pro? Wrestle Quest, isn't it? Is that Ref Pro or is that New Japan? It's for Wrestle Quest. Oh, that's that New Japan show. Is that at uh, Box Park? Yeah. Oh, is it New Japan? Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. yeah. The only he accepted it. Um, he accepted the challenge uh, last night, maybe, on, on the show. But I, then I saw it flash up October the 14th, and I'm like, that date. He's ringing a bell, and it's uh, the first time I've ever seen Blink-182. So, torn. I'm torn. But Blink-182 is in Birmingham. And that match is in London. So logistically, it probably makes sense to go to the gig as well. But anyway, I digress. You digress. Collision this week, it was in Grand Rapids, Michigan. I thought it was in um, Battle Creek last week. Well, it's, it's the home state of RVD, who we did get an appearance from this week, which was pretty fun. Um, but Collision started out as it always starts out with the little Vignards, a Saturday Night Live tribute, which which were pretty good. We had Darby, Christian, uh, we had Ricky Starks, and we had Brian Danielson. And then we were straight into the triple threat, um, Darby taking on Christian and Luchasaurus, which was essentially a handicap match, uh, not a triple <laughs> threat. Uh, I think I had a lot of people... Um, assumed or predicted that Christian would be walking out with a title. I know we spoke about it, but I think the intrigue was how they got to that. And I thought this was pretty good stuff. What did you make of the opening match of the night? Yeah, I thought it was great. I mean, you know, Christian Cage, we said this the other day, is on the form of, you know, he's probably having the run of his career at the minute. Um, And it was just a case of how they were going to get Christian to walk out with the championship. It was quite funny how they even classed him as the new TNT champion when he went yeah. in the match, even though that he's technically well, Luchasaurus technically was technically champion, but they did sort of plant some seeds with Luchasaurus not being too kicks. Obviously, as you're going to mention in a minute, Christian kind of took advantage uh, after Luchasaurus had hit uh, Darby yeah. the finisher. So to- we had an interesting moment in the match where Luchasaurus <laughs> held the belt, and they commented on. They said that's the first time Luchasaurus has held the belt since he won it. Yep. And then I tried to think back, no, surely surely he must have had it in a backstage segment or nothing, but I don't think he has. I think that was a I think that was a truthful comment. Yeah. Um, because I know Christian grabbed it as soon as Luchasaurus did beat Wardlow for it. Yeah. Um uh, so and the, the fans were cheering, that's your belt, which I thought that was pretty cool as well. It was a nice, nice little touch. Um, but yeah, ultimately, 
Um, Derby hit uh, a, P- a PK on Lucha, hit his coffin drop. Christian tossed him out, which was a sick enough bump in its own right. Derby yeah. took a somersault from from the ring to the to the floor, and then Christian picks up the win. Um, and then pretty much, uh, no, it wasn't straight after the match. It was uh, it, we might as well mention it now uh, that Christian was backstage and Tony Schiavone informed him that he'd be yeah. defending that belt that he wasn't finished with Derby ever in a two out of three falls match at Wrestle Dream, and. Interestingly, Darby has picked up two pinfall victories over Christian. So, real great. You know, so you you look at some t- some things in wrestling stories, and you think, is that was that planned? Was that uh, circumstantial? Was that an act, a happy accident? Um, but I, th- I just think that's perfect booking. I really like it, uh, and I'm really interested in the role Luchasaurus plays in that match, and also Nick Wayne. Yeah, um, Christian dedicated the win to. Uh, Nick Wayne's mom in particular. <laughs> Mate, is that a match at Wrestle Dream that you're interested in? Are you ready to move on from Derby in the TNT title or do you think that's a great continuation to the story? I think, uh, well, as you say, he's had two pinfall victories over Christian anyway. And Christian hasn't won cleanly that I can regard, I don't think, anyway. Not not, not from a singles point of view. So it makes perfect sense, Wrestle Dream. Now, the other part of that, which Tony Khan did say in an interview, I wasn't sure if you're going to mention it later, but he said also an interesting point that Wrestle Dream is going to start the new era in AEW. Okay. Now, I, I, I'm wondering... Uh, you know, we've mentioned this man quite a bit in our podcast recently. And I, I'm wondering how much, if anything, that a certain new era could be rated R. Like, yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, you know, the rumours have been going around and, and Edge himself said that his contract was at the end of September. Russell yeah. Dream, first week of October. So it could really work out, you know, in their favour, um, timing-wise. You know, to start with their very first pay-per-view and their very first opportunity that Edge can appear, here he comes out as a massive surprise. So, yeah, yeah it would be interesting. And I think that's something that a lot of people would be will be thinking about. And another match that was kind of confirmed for Wrestle Dream was the Jericho and Omega yeah. uh, teaming up with Ibushi, ta- ta- facing the Don Callis family. And Callis has confirmed that Sammy Guevara and Takeshita will be teaming up with none other than Will Ospreay. Mate, in terms of a trios match, you can't get much higher profile than that six men. That big, six Bill, men. big Bill Ospreay. B-B-O. <laughs> big <laughs> Comes back um, for WrestleMania. Yeah, I mean, that match That match should be tremendous. Um, could be a really... I mean, that partnership with Guevara and Callis could, could really... You know, Guevara needs that elevation anyway. And I think that's going to... That could be the stomping because the setup for it. Obviously, Osprey coming back is obviously huge. Um, so again, for AW, will he? Will this be a permanent thing with AW and Osprey soon? I'm thinking that's where potentially where it's going to happen. I would uh, be very shocked if it wasn't because uh, Callis actually called him another member of the family. So yeah, yeah that's all but confirmed for me that long term. Osprey is uh, committed to AEW. Hopefully, I really hope that he is. Um, and I think Aussie Open probably joined that as well at some point. Um, and, and that kind of, that perhaps completes the faction once they've got that tag team in there as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's going to be a great match. And there were other great matches set up for Wrestle Dream. We'll discuss them. Um, but the next match on this card was the aforementioned RVD. Nice. Tag in with your man Hook. Uh, a you know interesting little wrinkle there that was brought upon commentary about when uh, twenty years ago around that that Taz yeah. actually teamed up with RVD mm. and now RVD's teaming up with Taz's son so yeah. that was pretty cool they were up against two point decent enough match pretty quick match uh, RVD picked up the win after a five star uh, on Matt Menard hook locked in the red room on Angelo Parker. I think it served the purpose. I actually like this. And we were talking to uh, Nick Aldis mm. about, um, and Nick said that about, he, he thinks there should be more of it in wrestling in terms of certain wrestlers, maybe veterans coming in for a certain angle or for a certain spot or a certain match or a certain story. Um, I think the use of RVD, giving him his, giving him a win in front, front of his home crowd, essentially, was a nice little touch from AEW. Don't know if you felt yeah. the same, Ed. Yeah, it was. I mean, he lost his lot. He lost when he came in last time, didn't he? 
Yeah, exactly. Up against Jack Perry. Yeah, so it was nice of Gil. The guy still got it. I mean, there's no doubt about that. He might not be as fast as RPT was, but he can still he can still go in there. Hook was a nice little opponent, as you say, brung a nice little full circle to the uh yeah. tag dimension tag match uh with Taz. 2.0 Hager and uh, Anna Jay uh, that they seem to be now Hager has now said he's retired from MMA. I heard okay. that as well. So he's I think he's undefeated in about three matches. So he can he can say he can even say he had that over CM Punk as well if he wants to make that thing. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure where that whole Hager 2.0 and the J thing goes, but in terms of this match, as you say, served its purpose. RBD gets to win in front of his home uh, crowd, and obviously Hook keeps his momentum rolling as well. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Again, great little match, uh, great little TV match. And then following that, we got a couple of backstage bits. We had a vignette with the Dark Order, which was similar to the one we saw last week, yeah. which is a little bit strange. They actually had a great performance on Rampage um, in terms of in-ring. Mm-hmm. So this was a little bit more character work. Um, jury's still out on that, I think. Yeah, um, it's that one. This one, the, the next one, though, the, the bastions of next strong, I think Nigel McGuinness called them. Uh, oh, I, I've got, oh, sorry, I did write on my notes. Sorry, yeah, I yeah, sorry to know. The, the was... opening match, the, the, the Luchasaurus match, yeah, said the word that <laughs> Christian Cage, um, the was, true said, patriarch of AEW, yeah, and he also so, said, so, he also said that, um. After the win last time, he brought Luchasaurus a new blanket for his game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the context was just hilarious. And that's another reason why McGuinness is uh, fantastic. On he said that one about the blanket. And at the end of the match, he said, Luchasaurus doesn't care as long as he gets food in his bowl. I thought that was just so funny. I, I, the commentary in AEW, I mean, on Rampage as well, we had Ian Riccoboni on yes. commentary for the whole of it, and I thought that yeah. was great as well. Yeah. We got JR in the main event on Collision. I think the commentary team is perfection at the minute at AEW, and I hope that that's the, the long-term lineup, and I think it probably will be. I, I, I say take Excalibur out of that for me. I, I'm not, not a fan of Excalibur. But everybody else, yeah. Shibori gets a bit too company excited, like... This is a great match when they've just literally walked out to the ring. You know, he gets a bit too like that. But no, I prefer Collision is the best commentary, I think, in in wrestling at the minute on Collision. Uh, Rick Boney makes me want to watch Ring of Honor. He's like to add that to my weekly wrestling watch as well. He's just, he's such a great commentator. Kevin Kelly hasn't missed a beat. He's fantastic. He was the Ring of Honor commentator, was he not? Back when Ring of Honor was a separate entity, to Uh, quite possibly. He's always he's been been the voice of Japan Japan for a long while. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, back to the bastions of Nextrong, Matt Taven and uh, Mike Bennett. Uh, We've talked about these uh, in terms of what they've added to the story in their role. Yeah, so funny. I I thought this was really good. And Bennett's line about hitting pile drivers in support of neck health was a great little line as well. So they've challenged the best friends. Uh, I don't know if that's a wrestle dream. I think it's a collision match probably for next Saturday. I think that's probably when it's going to happen. But that should be a good match. And, And talking about good matches or good competitors uh, one of my favorites was up next and she made a return to in-ring wrestling on rampage and we saw her again tonight i love julia hart i, I really think they've got something there with her in yeah. terms of, i've talked about the presentation and the theme music her, her in-ring ability some of the little things she does um you know i'll, I'll let you um, i'll let you discuss it a bit more but she's on a hell of a run as well 25 or 26 and oh no um, she was up against Kira Hogan, and I don't think there's any great surprise that she picked up the win. And it wasn't wasn't a particularly long match. But mate, uh, are you excited about Julia Hart as much as I am? Do you think she's playing that role as well as I think she is? She's playing it better than I thought she would. Because yeah, obviously, yeah. come out, she was that cheerleader for uh, Griff Garrison. Was it Griff Garrison? Is that was his name? Griff, Griff Garrison and, and uh, Pillman Jr. Wasn't yes, it? they were kind yeah, of yeah. varsity blondes. Varsity blondes. That was it. And they were, uh, you know, she was a cheerleader for that. But this role really suits her. Um, it's it, it's kind of weird. I think the whole what she's like, she's like 21, 22. Yeah, Hart. 21, I think she's. And she's still learning. If you look at like the people she's could technically learn from now in the House of Black, you know, Buddy and, and Malachi and, and and even Brody, she's got the right people there. But I'm really intrigued now because she's got Statlander at WrestleDream. Now, <clears throat> is it going to be too early to put it on her or? 
are they going to do a quick, quite a quick change? And that's one of the matches I'm really not sure about because Julia Hart, for me, has probably been one of the most, I would say, like, you know, what was the word I'm trying to think of here? Um, in terms of it, she's been a really, it's been a really good year. She's broken out this year, Julia Hart. Yeah, from yeah. This silly sort of, you know, cheerleader thing to us, an evil, kind of like an evil bitch. In a it's like a witch. Yeah. She's playing, portraying a witch. Yeah, I, I said yeah, the yeah. B word, but yeah, witch probably yeah. probably better option from it. And she's great, and she's got missed as well because um, Sky Blue, because she had locked that hold on a longer on uh, Kira than when she won, didn't she? Well, and, on Rampage, she faced Sky Blue, and she did exactly the same. Oh, did she, she? she locked the heartless um, submission hold on Sky Blue, ah. so that's why she came. I'm not sure what happened with Willow, and I think. There was meant to be some uh, a video package or something with the house okay. like taking Willow out, and for whatever reason they didn't air it, or there was a oh, problem okay. with it. So I think that was the reason Willow didn't come out because she did come out on Rampage. Um, right, maybe she wasn't there or or, or something. But um, ultimately, once once that had happened, uh, Brody said this will not end. Yeah, Brody King got on the mic. This will not yeah. end until we get back to the last loss. And that's set up, as you say, Statlander versus Julia at Wrestle Dream, which, again, I'm really curious as to what they where they go with that. I'm a Statlander fan, but yeah. I I really, really like what they've done with Julia. Or, I, you know, not to say they, what she's done herself, yeah. um, you know, in terms of bringing this character to life. Um, to another, I'm, I'm so excited to talk about this episode of Collision. I thought it was great. But another act that I'm really digging uh, which is quite poignant that I say that is the righteous. Yes. Um, we saw a little vignette from behind, and it's no wonder that Bray Wyatt, um, rest his soul, um, had pinpointed particularly Vincent as somebody yes. that he wanted to work with in the rumored Wyatt Six faction that we unfortunately we never got. But he did confirm on a podcast episode a few weeks back that that was it had been discussed, it was in the works, it was something that was a possibility. I think now they've been really introduced to the mainstream. I know they've been in Ring of Honor, but we're seeing just how, just what Bray saw in this team. Uh, what's your takes on the Righteous? Ad? It reminds me of a Wyatt family, in the way yeah. the old Wyatt family. Uh, you know the way they are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you you love the clicking, didn't you? Well, it was quite weird because if you remember Uncle Howdy, he had like a kind of thing with his hand that he used to do when he comes out. So that was yeah. kind of. What you was mentioning there about the righteous, righteous joining the the, the white seat, they would have had the click in. You would have had Uncle Howdy with the little hand turn yeah. and stuff. Like that. Uh, these guys are great. Um, they was taken on the Hardys, I think, last week. I think yeah. that might be on page uh, last week, and I was like, oh, okay. And I saw that the righteous won, and I hadn't again. I, I didn't watch Ring of Honor uh, prior to the uh, yeah. coming on, so I hadn't really known a lot about them. It was quite surprising, but. That was probably like the second week that I've seen a promo from them. And then, yeah. then what I did was start going back and watching them. Yeah. And it, now, if correct me if I'm wrong, these guys have got better than you, Bebe. Are they, they, they have, yeah. They've got Adam Cole and MJF up at Wrestle Dream for the Ring of Honor titles. I, I think they need those titles off of them too. I think the Righteous need to win that. Okay. I, I know you're saying that. I think because obviously at some point we've got to see a split between. We don't even have to see the split. I mean, it could easily be the kingdom cost. The Righteous, yeah. potentially. Um, and not the Righteous, Kingdom Costa, Cole and MJF. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I wouldn't mind that. Um, if it is a bit early in the story, perhaps, mm. then then maybe the Kingdom are the ones that ultimately take the belts off them mm. down the line. Um, that would kind of wrap everything up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, either way, I'm really interested in seeing this match. And I, I love catchphrases. I love, as I say, the click in and just little yeah. bits like that. And the one that Brody Lee used to do when he was Luke Harper, um that yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) i I just i've always um yeah like paid attention to those little details and and just for whatever reason i've just enjoyed them um so yeah the the righteous have got a lot of that going on and they say they're going to purify the lies at wrestle dream um following that we got some collision stalwarts um bullet club gold i know you're a huge fan ad yeah. Um, I'm going to pass it over to you, mate. Jay White versus Andrade, a dream match for me, a one that a match that could have easily been on pay per view at Wrestle Dream or another pay per view. We yeah. got it for free on Collision. Uh, what were your thoughts on this match, mate? What were you, what are your thoughts on the Bang Bang Gang? They are the best thing right now in wrestling. Yeah, simple as that. I, you can, I, you know, with 
people saying yeah, the, with the bloodline stuff going on WWE, with the Judgment Day going on WWE, and then you, but then you get this, and it's like before. And I, I will always say, and I will, I will hold my hands up and say that AEW got Jay White right in the end because when he debuted in it, me and Andy sat there and were like, this guy is meant to be, you know, <clears throat> a superstar, and we were yeah. getting messages from some former members of, of Team Buckle saying how great Jay White is. And we're like, well, we hadn't seen this. We, we, he just got come in, he just run out on a debut. Finally, yeah, finally, they're doing something right. This this group is brilliant. The match itself was absolutely fantastic. Two guys that, are, you know, literally put them in the ring together and it is just a dream to watch. Yeah. It's a wrestle dream, funnily enough, Dave, as we yeah, we got alluded to as you, the, the pay-per-view uh, next week. But... Um, this match was brilliant. It was it was a shame that kind of it's weird that them um, you know the, one of them had to lose. Yeah, a lot exactly. of them going for both. But I am waiting for uh, LFI. That is right, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. This this match was again. I keep talking about Rampage. It was a great episode of Rampage. It was a two hour one, but they had a little backstage vignette or um, their little. It wasn't an interview as such. It was just the four of them talk. Well, five of them if you include Cardblade, uh, and they were not included. Yeah, it was really really funny little. A segment but jay white just started talking and i just hang off every word he says i think he's so good on the microphone um so i i've kind of been looking forward to this match and they just did not disappoint um we the moonsault spot as well that andrade did a moonsault to them all of them on the outside yeah. and then he did the moonsault landed on his feet jay white right. rolled over and yeah. he did a standing moonsault. second one we've got over two and a half or two and three quarters whatever it is there was dragon screws that i really yeah. enjoyed there was the elbow by andrade um, yeah but the ending was he hit the double knees in the corner which mm-hmm. looked that just looked rough looked yeah good but it looked it looked so it looked painful um but oh, yes it, and he could have easily finished the match and Jay White, he, he got his foot on the rope, but it was Juice Robinson yeah. that placed it there. Yeah. Uh, he was doing great work on the outside of the ring as well. Really funny. And I, I turned the volume up whenever Juice Robinson is at ringside because I'm just listening <laughs> out for some of the things that he's saying. Yeah. Um, then the guns distracted the ref. Uh, Juice got in the ring and he took out Andrade with his Collision Cowboy of the Month award. Um, and then Jay hit the Blade, one, Blade Runner for the win. Uh, and yeah. as you say, surely we're going to be seeing a bit of a faction warfare and Andrade is going to get some backup from Roosh and company. Yeah. You know, Drillistico, uh, Preston Vance. Um, that's an that's a eight-man tag that you know, we're, we're looking forward to seeing, isn't it, mate? Oh, yes. Probably full gear. Yeah. Yeah, I thought so. I think I think Wrestle Dream is packed out enough now. It's stacked now. Yeah, there's another week to go, which concerns me a little. That was six matches. Like, come on, yeah, <laughs> like leave, leave it alone now, Tony. Please, as I say, you've got full gear around the corner. This is more uh, something. They're, they're on such a great run. Um, yeah. I think the thing, Jericho was that stumbusted open. If the company was in better shape than it was a month ago, so they didn't directly reference anybody, but more of a more yeah. of the backstage. And Jericho answered quite unanimously. You know. Yes, it is better, and and you're seeing yeah. that on the screen as well. You are seeing. I yeah. mean, the young books look revitalised. Hangman looks yeah. like a new man. Um, I, I think the whole roster has had a lift, and unfortunately, it, it sometimes if that if there is backstage issues and stuff dragging the team down, then you've got to make those tough decisions which Tony Khan made. But yeah, I definitely think it's paying off now. Um, somebody that we've seen more of lately is Mike Santana. It uh, looks like he's going to be heading towards a match with his former partner or tease. It's interesting though because they don't like it. So this is the whole thing about what could have happened. Yes, yeah. When we when we're talking about the old people, you know, punk and stuff like this is what this is the type of one. So obviously they don't like each other, but at the same time, working against each other, yeah, you know, is money because a they're going to know that people are going to be invested because they know that smart people like us and and, and others. We'll know there's legitimate issues with yeah. them. So now this makes this match. I mean, the promos from both of them have been fantastic. Uh, all yeah, team, really good. Uh, this week, wasn't it, with the one up against you had the Santana one last week where he kind of sort of said he's going alone and all he's that. He's going stuff. dolo. Do- dolo. That I've was... had new words to my vocabulary after that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, this, yeah, these two, there's going to be, when these two go at it, it's going to be great. Because, and also because there is that element of, them not liking each other sometimes that real life heat 
makes it better. And as long as they do, and they will do business right, because they are more people, you know, they're going to be more into it and doing the business right. It's a money feud because of that reason. Yeah. And just, that's what it's, what other things should have been. <clears throat> exactly. And, and as I say, we don't know the full details, but, you know, there's no smoke. Smoke for you? Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah you've got no <laughs> that's, right. yeah. yeah, that's a saying for you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so something's happened and, you know, yeah. Mike Santana's been injured as well, but the intrigue is there. Um, Ortiz kind of said, which was a little bit of a scathing comment, uh, you always run from your problems. Yeah. Well, you're not going to run for much longer. <laughs> you right. know, so I thought I thought that was a great little line as well. Um, to start the, you know, we've got the foundations here of a feud. And as I say, we've got some real life stuff potentially in the background as well. So I'm sure when they actually come to blows, it's going to be fireworks. Um, talking about fireworks, uh, we always get fireworks from FTR. Yeah. Uh, Best tag team in the world right now. I don't think there's much of an argument, really. For me. Best tag team of all time, maybe. You know, they're they're in the conversation. Um, but they were in a they were up against a team in an open challenge tonight that I think um they really kind of opened a few people's eyes. Um mm. it was the workhorsemen who we have seen in AEW, but it was their first ap appearance on collision. Um, workhorsemen are JD Drake and Anthony Henry. Yep. Um, and we had Aussie Open, they were quite dapper in their suits. They joined uh Nigel and Kevin on commentary for the match as well to get up close and personal and see who they're going to be facing at Wrestle Dream. Um, get a closer up look. Um, what did you think? It was a relatively short match, which ultimately FTR won. Oh, yeah, um, but they they really impressed me, mate. And this, the workhorseman and JD Drake in particular. Um, the moonsault again, yeah. another moonsault. Um, but for a big guy, he can mm -hmm. move, really can shift. Step up in Zaguri and a cannibal as well. From JD yeah. Drake, I mean, these guys, these guys are going to be great. Yeah, give I think so. Six months, give yeah, give them some TV time. Get maybe are they on Ring of Honor? Have they done some Ring of Honor stuff? I they... think they must be. I mean, I I saw them really on Dark and Elevation and, right, and okay. sporadic appearances on Dynamite mm. and stuff. Um, they were also well. JD Drake was also part of the Wingmen, which yeah. I think there is a defunct group that involved Nemeth and um, yeah. the big Italian well, could get another Nemeth, guy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah hopefully, yeah, In well. It depends what your opinion is on it. I think a, a run for Dolph in AEW or Nick Nemeth in AEW could be a great thing for them. But yeah, the the wingmen seem to be a thing of the past. But the horse, the the work horsemen, sorry, the work horsemen are very much a thing of the present. And as yeah. you say, great showing from these great great team. It'll be interesting to see now whether they get more of an opportunity on the likes of Collision and Dynamite. They need to, um, yeah. even in defeat. I mean, stick stick them everywhere at the minute. Give yeah. them six months, and then they'll be they'll be right up there. Just um, don't put Aussie Open on commentary anymore. That's no, didn't you, didn't you enjoy that? Not no. a fan of Aussie Open on commentary. Uh, was fine with the suits look good. I give them that. Yeah, and when they get in the ring, they're mustard. Yeah, but yeah. I, I, they just for me, it didn't. It, they didn't work on commentary, but as you say, FDR. It was all they was always going to win the match. So I think it was, that was never in doubt. It's always good to see them. But you're right; these work horsemen they could live up to their name and uh, give them six months, and we'll see where they are. They look yeah. very promising from what I saw. Well, up next for FTR is obviously Aussie Open. It's a rematch from last year. Uh, Aussie Open have said they've grown exponentially since last year. Um, they've gained more experience. They've gained more titles, and that for me could be a show stealer um, yeah. come week week today. Um, at the pay per view at Wrestle Dream, and Wrestle Dream is in uh, it's kind of a tribute show to Anthony and Oki. It so is be interesting to see what like video packages and, and bits and pieces. Of, I think AEW have really stepped up the game in terms of those video packages yeah. in, in recent months. I know they got some guys in from WWE and they might get some more guys in there after the back the office releases, you know, as we mentioned on Over that Dynamite review. Um, but the video packages have been great, and I hope that I'm sure they will put a fantastic. Uh, Inoki package together for uh, next Sunday, mate. I also want to shout out the NWA for their production as well. Because yeah. Because they've spent money and their, their cold, you know, the cold open thing that you get on Collision where they talk about the matches. Yeah. Their, their cold open kind of dictates the show. 
Yeah. Last week's was a dark carnival and they made it from La Rebellion and the clowns who have got these the feud going. So it was a real good opener to that. And they've done it every week so far. So their yeah. production has increased. You're right. AEW's production and video package quality has very much increased. You're again, you're right. They've got a few guys from WWE. There may be a few more on the horizon. There was a I say a hundred plus office cuts last week after their merger there were 21 as it stands releases yeah uh, in the i don't know if riddle is any is there anyone a fan of riddle in aw I, I well i don't know about in terms of people at aw i'm a fan of riddle i know he's got his problems and stuff backstage and, and some substance abuse things um but i think he's a really talented guy and i'm really i'm kind of sad that we're not going to see the reunion with orton um, I'm hoping he can sort his life out and and get himself back to the WWE at some point to to kind of finish that story because I think we've oh, to say we've been robbed of it is harsh because he's just lost his job. Um, but I, I definitely think there was there was more there. You know, yeah. I don't think that that story had finished. Yeah, um, that hasn't finished. Yeah, so I don't necessarily want to see Riddle in AW. As much as I think oh, really? he's a great performer and everything, yeah. no, I, I want him to get back in the WWE. I want him to, okay. I want him to find his way. There. I mean, if he appears in AEW temporarily or comes in for something, then I wouldn't be complaining at all. Um, yeah. But my hopes for him would be to get back to the WWE and get him standing side by side with Orton and one day one on one with Orton. I think that'd be that oh, right. would be surely what he expected, what he wanted, what he th- thought he was working towards. I know Randy's been injured for a long time, but he, he's actually been cited a few times lately. I think he was at a, I don't know if it was a basketball game or a college football he was, game. He was back at the performance center this week. Yeah, it was there. He was there as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Andy might be happy that you want Riddle back in WWE. <laughs> I know he's uh, not. A, he's not a big Riddle fan, is he? He's not. He's not a big Riddle fan. Um, yeah, we'll see what happens with Riddle. Um, yeah. He, to be honest with you, obviously with Dana White there as well. Dana White hates him. <laughs> so yeah, you, yeah. He's got you that told me that. Yeah. Yeah, he's got his enemies there, but um, yeah, in terms of the video quality on, on Collision, it's been out that the back stuff, the video stuff, the packages they do, yeah. Collision's great for that. I, I think like. I know you mentioned the NWA, and we, we, you know, we'll get back on track in a minute, but mm. like I've got to mention OVW as well. I've been watching that wrestlers mm-hmm. documentary, and I've reached out to a few of the guys actually on that in that documentary, some of the OVW stars that I'd love to have a chat with, yeah. um, but their production values as well, so so good. And we've often mentioned it after we've been to UK indie shows, uh, whether that's uh, Rev Pro, whether that's Ignite, whether that's BCCW. Uh, just how good and how professional these shows are. And yeah. it's no wonder wrestling is doing so well across the globe right now. Um, everything has stepped up their game significantly from the from the talent that's always been good. But, yeah. you know, they've seemed to, the, the majority of talent have stepped it up a gear, if that was possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, and everything around the shows and the WWE shows, less formulaic. What I, I really like that. Um, you get, I think for a time with WWE, there was a lot of, this is the WWE way. And it was yeah. a little bit boring and samey. And, and they don't do that anymore, which I, I think, you know, I just think every company that I've watched, whether it's a small indie company over here or whether it's the biggest company in the world in the WWE, are doing some really great things at the minute. And the production yeah. values are just, yeah, phenomenal. So worth mentioning. Um, in to- And talking about phenomenal, Texas death match was up. It was our main event. This story has been building for weeks. Uh, Ricky Starks and the American Dragon, Brian Danielson. This didn't disappoint me at all. I was going into it. I was a little unsure about the method of victory, um, yeah. but it was essentially my, I don't know if this was your interpretation as well. It was similar to a last man standing. Really. Yeah, exactly. Knocked their opponent down for 10 seconds. And um, yeah. this went all over the place. It went in the crowd. We have a, we had a great moment. Danielson threw a bin, a, a full garbage bin, at Ricky Starks. He threw a pint of beer over his head as well. Uh, which was taken from the fans. So I don't know if he got that cleared to begin with based off the rumours a few weeks back about yeah. what they could and couldn't do when they were hope so, in yeah. the crowd. But I think Danielson, particularly with Collision, he's got kind of free reign, and rightly so, to be honest, in a Texas death match. So really there are there shouldn't be anything, any holding back to a degree. Um, what else did we get? for the, Well, the, the win, we got a ring bell to Danielson's head from Ricky. Um, that busted him open. And then Ricky yeah. kind of concentrated his attack then on Danielson's head. Um, but it was Brian Danielson that ultimately picked up the victory. Basiko knee, wrapped his leg in the chain. Oh, I've watched that back a few times, mate. It just, it looked perfect. Don't get me yeah. wrong. 
it looked painful. Um, I don't think there was two. I don't think he held back with that one at all. Um, yeah. But Ricky Starks did have to go stay there for 10 seconds. He was up to his feet and it kind of set up another little face-to-face. We had Big Bill there. We had Wheelie Uta there. So we, mm-hmm. it remains to be seen whether this finished. Um, but, mate, what a main event. Oh, it was fantastic. It was, you know, you kind of, this is, we know this is probably Danielson's last year uh, by the sounds of it. Uh, so he wants to go out of a bang match like this. I mean, he's got, I was just praying that he wasn't going to get injured because obviously next week he's got um, Zach Zaber Jr. And we've, we've spoke about before, just, you know, as we started the yeah. show. And I want to get that match to happen. Uh, and the, the, But this match itself, I mean, you know, if, if anyone had any doubt over Ricky Starks, and I don't see how anyone could have by now. There is no more doubt over Ricky Starks after this match was brutal. It had everything it needed to. It was definitely more of a last man standing in a Texas death match, but that's absolutely fine. I'm cool with that. And it was just a great way. If you needed to elevate Starks more, they've just done it quite with just that match on its own. Yeah, yeah. I've got to believe as well the fact that Starks was left off all in this year. Uh, it I was, think. Well, he he wasn't at all in was he at all no. uh, in, in Wembley? I think that's because there's big plans for him at all in next year. Whether that's world title, I don't, I don't know, but I just think Ricky Starks is too good um, yeah. to not be at the top of the card. And I said this to my dad. And I'll tell you something else that I said to my dad as well, as well in a minute because we watched the main event together. Um, yeah. But if they don't utilize Ricky Starks, he's got a very good friend by the girls by the name of Cody Rhodes. <laughs> Over in WWE, Mate, I'm sure it wouldn't be well, too much of a stretch to get him a job over there. Well, it may well be too much of a stretch, but my goodness me, if you've seen what I sent you today about what they're going to be, well, potentially doing with Cody Rhodes, mm. I'm not, I'm not entirely sure that. Yeah, if you're Ricky Starks and you see that, I, I don't know. I'm more thinking, do you even want to be in <laughs> yeah. WWE? Just to clear um, that up for anybody watching that don't know what we're talking about, so I think it was a house show that he was attacked by Omos. Yeah. So it's looked like that's setting up a, a match with the Nigerian giant, which does anybody yeah, want to see I mean, that? Do I want to see it? Does anybody want to see oh, that? I was going to say, you're asking. I, I, listen, I almost done really well against Rollins. When, so when he had yeah. a match with Rollins, a couple of, I think it was Backlash, it was like two week build. Yeah, was, I did see that. Much. Much. He did, he did do well, but like. I attributed yeah. that more to Seth, though, to be honest. Yeah, for, of course, yeah. yeah, of course, it's Seth done a lot more work on yeah. than he did. But. No, I don't want to see it, and and I, I don't understand what's going on there mm-hmm. with with, with uh, Cody and Omos. But like you know, it, Ricky Starks, if he's watching that sort of stuff, he needs to like you know because obviously I think his contract's up next year as well. I think okay. uh, Ricky, I'm sure That's I read Ricky's contract yeah. was up in 2024. I, I think will be. Um, I mean, I don't know. That would give me second thoughts. As long as he's continuing to have bangers like this main event in collisions mm. in, in, in featured matches against yeah. the American Dragon, Brian Danielson, I don't think he'll be going anywhere. And I hope he's not because no. um, I just think he can keep getting better and better. You know, I, I don't think he's reached his potential at all. And that's no that's, that's a fantastic thing for, for fans to... You know, same with MJF. As good yeah. as he is, he's, he's got years to grow and continue to improve somehow. Um, so I think both of those guys, MJF and Ricky Starks, I think they're the future of AEW. Um, sure. The other thing I said to my, carry on, mate, sorry. No, I was just agreeing with you. Cool. <laughs> on, on. The other thing I said to my dad, I said, yeah. dad, um, kind of do not take this last run of Brian Danielson for granted. Uh, like appreciate every moment, enjoy every match because yeah. as good as he is and as good as everyone says he is and knows he is, I think we're really going to, know that even more appreciate even more once he's retired and we miss him and and we're kind of craving another Danielson match so do you feel the same mate that you're just going to try and enjoy every single moment of this last full-time run anyway yeah yeah you absolutely go and you're right once he goes you're gonna be like ah because then there'll be another guy coming you're like ah Danielson would have been great with him and you'll be talking about that every match that he has you know over the next few weeks and months as we get into his retirement is just to enjoy it watch it live it if we ever had danielson Os- osprey i don't think <laughs> don't so. get me excited uh no we uh, well not that i'm aware of no same I, and i feel as if that will potentially be one of his matches that he would want to add to his you know maybe a trilogy with osprey that he would want to add to his uh 
yeah. bucket list. If he's got, he's got one. He's obviously got a bucket list. Now I so. don't know. I mean, even if it did happen, it must have been pre WWE for Bright for oh, Bright, definitely. Like Daniel Bryan, yeah, like yeah, yeah. WWE character. So Osprey wouldn't have been anywhere near as good as he is now, uh, or no. the 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 total performer that he is now. Yeah. Um. So maybe something happened on the. I, I don't know. I don't know when Osprey's career started. So, um. Well, I'll have He's a look into 30. that. Yeah. So okay. So I, I don't think that match has ever happened. I'd be pretty confident in saying that. Right. So that's, I mean, that's now, while while we're on, let's let me just have a look. Yeah. Well, that that match for me is one that's got a headline a pay per view down the line. Even if it has happened, you know, the, the you know, I, I think it's got to happen again. Um, two of the very best, Osprey for me is the best in the world right now in terms of singles competitors. And I'm not just saying that because he's from our, our little island. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just absolutely sensational. Had the pleasure and the privilege of seeing him live a couple of times. And yeah. as you mentioned earlier, it's pretty much a lock to be joining AEW in a few months' time when his new yeah. Japan contract comes to an end. Have you found that, mate? I have looked. He has, As far as I can see, there is no matches. However, Osprey in the last few days has called out Brian Danielson. Oh, awesome. thinks he can beat the injury-prone wrestler very easily. Okay. Well, there you go. That's <laughs> maybe full gear. If, if um, yeah, but if if they're starting to set something up like that, those comments aren't, you know. Yeah. You know, they're they're there for a reason. You know. They so, are. So get excited, wrestling fans, because that is going to be, I've got a feeling that will be happening. <laughs> yeah. Quick question for me, mate, before we wrap yeah. things up. Mm-hmm. Um, Coach Rabushi in another featured match at uh, mm-hmm. Wrestle Dream, which is yeah. great. As I mentioned earlier, what a six month. That, that's yeah. going to be a sensational match. Yeah. But I did mention recently that I want to see a bit more of Kota on week to week on Dynamite or Collision, and we haven't got it. He's just come in. This will be his third. Third match. The yeah. first one was actually Blood on a guts. dynamite, but yeah. it was Blood and Guts. So it was like yeah. a, a, it was like a pay per view dynamite, if you like, a mm-hmm. special. Yeah. And then we got him an all in, and mm-hmm. then was he at all out? I don't think he was. He wasn't, no. was he? No. But this will be his third match. But we haven't had anything else in terms of backstage or vignettes or nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you a little bit disappointed in that? Because I, I am, to be honest. I've got to be honest I, because I'm not as familiar with Omega and Ibushi's run. Yeah. I am familiar with it. I've seen bits, I've read mm-hmm. bits, but I didn't watch it as it happened. So I'm just living off the bits and pieces we get from the commentary and Don Callis. Would you mm-hmm. like to know a little bit more about that, or, or is it just me? I, I will be. I, I will sort of, kind of agree. With you. I, I've been disappointed with Abushi in in AW. I've not. I mean, I, and I think more so because maybe it's not been in one on one matches. Maybe that's why. Yeah. Um, I've not seen enough. I mean, yeah, you know, you hear bits in Japan, but we never really had an opportunity to watch it over there. So you're right. I want to see, I want to understand a bit more about that. Do you I think just, that could be his reluctance to sign a contract with AEW? Perhaps a contract's been offered and he's reluctant to kind of tie himself down or... Maybe. Uh, or maybe it's visa issues with, you know... Could be, but uh, yeah, I need to see. I've not been that impressed with him, um, to be quite honest. Going for, like those three matches, but then they don't showcase him though, do they? Those three matches were showcasing, you know, everybody, every little bit of everyone, yeah, yeah. So one, maybe get him in a one-on-one match down the line with some, maybe Takeshita uh, down the line. Uh, yeah, there you go, getting him. Listen, I had to do an NWA pay-per-view name the other week, and I've done it now, so I'm, I'm getting one with the name, Jeff. Maybe, sure. maybe we'll get him on, <laughs> but uh, yeah, get him in the ring. With like him a one on one because I know that that was their next target, wasn't it? That was the next, target. yeah, that's who they were going to take out. So I, I think that will continue after this six months, yeah. So maybe we'll get some, maybe we'll get him an Osprey one on one. I don't know, oh, you know, no. and we're going to need something like that because I need to see a card, a Bushi, sorry, a card, yeah, still might. I need to see more of our quite happy for more of our card, yeah, more of card, be forbidden door, yeah, yeah, but I need to see more of a Bushi. I need yeah. to see more of him in a one-on-one to actually see let him have a match on his own with someone to see if he can yeah. carry him, what he's like. So yeah, I'm jury's out for me. I've not been. Yeah, I mean he's in great shape. It's to say he hasn't wrestled much in, in recent oh. years, real the past year. He hasn't mm. wrestled a great deal. So maybe they're trying not to overdo it, but it's it's a strange one. I'd like to know a little bit more information about that and I'll uh, I'll look into it, mate. Um, but overall for me, Collision, at least an 8 out of 10. Yeah. Uh, maybe an 8.5 where, where you're scoring it, bud. 
Yeah, eight, eight for me. Uh, it wasn't as good as Dynamite, in my opinion. Uh, yeah, it's been so a good I'll week, hasn't it, it, wrestling this week in general? Yeah, good week. SmackDown was decent as well, and I mean, Andy haven't managed to get that done. I must, I must get hold of him actually and find out where he wants to do that. Yeah, uh, SmackDown was decent as well. Um, there was a COVID issue on SmackDown that just kind of go. That was LA Night related, wasn't it? Yeah, unfortunately, that was the the end. They had to change the ending of the show, which was unfortunate uh, due to that. But uh, yeah, that that good been a good week, and we've got a good week coming up. I mean, Tuesday, you, you booked a very interesting interview of a guy we don't really know a lot about we don't know so we it was a guy that is um he's with uh aww alternative wrestling world mm-hmm. that's right i was saying world wrestling but i think it's alternative wrestling world and company down here in the midlands uh we've mentioned them before guys like pete dunn started off their careers there uh we spoke to uh metal militia metal militia militia yeah, that's a song as well i think by the way yeah we spoke to those guys, Donnie Sparks, uh, Axel Steel, uh, their world champion. We had them on last week. And we've got one of their uh, fellow competitors, um, one of the younger guys that, that's been with the company a few years now. And we saw his story on social media. Mm. On, it was on Facebook. We both saw it and commented on it. And it was just about being a smaller guy and perhaps people kind of saying to him, you shouldn't be a wrestler, you can't be a wrestler, you can't do this, that. And now he's performing for AWW on shows um, on a regular basis and got himself a little bit of a following as well and we saw that story mate and we both reached out and said hey if you want to come on and tell, tell everybody a few other people your story we're we're open ears so that's yeah. tuesday night yeah that is tuesday uh look, we're always open to see what people you know stories and getting and getting some more independent guys on and companies on and, and speaking of companies on friday hopefully i oh, know wednesday sorry hopefully you can join i know it's it's baby week for you uh this week so we are waiting to see when when you get your paternity leave you know we give you that sort of stuff on this channel as well we <laughs> we allow that kind of jazz um but um yeah we've also got um alex uh echo echo uh from uh, jurassic pro wrestling uh coming on wednesday morning uh to talk about their second anniversary uh show which is uh, a week sunday uh i will be there to see i'm pretty sure a couple of team buckle and possibly Chris from Ignite, CJ Carter may be there with Team Buckle to uh, say hello. Uh, we, I've got to confirm that with Chris or CJ, but uh, that's happening. I think Ignite may be announcing another name this week for the November show. Awesome. And if it is who I think it is, we're, it's a very exciting name indeed. I cannot a chris would kill me cj would kill me if i uh if i even go as far as mentioning the name of who it is but um it's don't, gonna don't be... tell me over i want the surprise for as yeah. long as we possibly can it is it is yeah hey, i won't tell you you'll give it away next week oh, um, secrets. yeah but it's going to be huge but we, yeah, we're going to talk to alex on wednesday hopefully dave you, you could join uh uh but it'll be great to speak to alex and, and and understand a bit more how even i mean they're two years old so that's their anniversary but you know, I, I want to know a bit more about the backstory, how it all began, what happened. Well, you know, you don't just wake up one day and think, oh, I run a wrestling show today. You know, it, it doesn't work like that. So I want to find out more about that. So we've got some interesting, different and interesting interviews this week. We had some great ones yeah. last week. You say Metal Metallic, we had Maven was on as well. Yeah, it was a and great one. I could give it a little bit away. We've had responses from people that have been released by WWE. Um, positive responses obviously we can't do anything with them until december january time so yeah. it could end the year and start the year with a, some very interesting names on the list on, well, uh, i've feet. got a bit of homework as well prior to signing off for paternity because i'm going to reach back out with george lyden who's uh, interested in coming on so he'll come and have a chat with us uh, we want to catch up with Millie McKenzie, who's been in Japan. So it'd be great to catch up with Millie. Uh, and also the legend. And would he be a Hall of Famer in the WWE one day? Perhaps. He's, he's definitely wrestling. Uh, he's In wrestling in general, I'd say he's a Hall of Famer uh, in, in the man known as Raven. Um, I think mm-hmm. we've got to just tie him down to a date. His representatives have kind of agreed and, and he's happy to come on the show. He's just recovering from shoulder surgery. So that's another big name for Tim <laughs> Buckle and another, I'm sure, mate, great conversation. Oh, mate, that, that, that one, uh, when 
when that does happen. I think it's just going to be one we're just going to just sit there and just say, there you oh, go. Yeah. You've got an hour, mate, go. Just talk, <laughs> yeah, just tell just us. I mean, yeah, I, I really do think that. And we've had a couple of those where we've just kind of sat there captivating and listening to what, yeah. hanging the, off every the, word. DDPs, the EC3s, uh, the Cardonas, there was another one, Zach Zodiac. There's been a few that we've had where it's just been, it, you know. An absolute treat. Pinching yourself though, isn't it? Yeah. Like, I know that we're not physically in the same room as them, but we're like, you know, behind the camera with people that we grow up with watching and love watching and, and you know, just to even have 40 odd minutes of their time. Raven, man, for me, for me I didn't, uh, I saw Raven first in WCW um, yeah, and then I went back and saw some of the ECW stuff. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the flock and when he used to come out and do that pose and he kind of looked... He had the um, like the flannel top tied around his waist yeah. and the long hair and the rock t-shirts on. Not not the rock, not the <laughs> I mean, rock. No, not I mean the rock and roll. Um, yeah. He came out to like a version of um, it wasn't it wasn't Nevermind. Come as you are by Nirvana. Mm-hmm. It was a version of that WCW version of that, similar yeah. to where they had the uh, Smells Like Teen Spirit for DDP yeah, yeah, version yeah. of it, and they had that. And I just absolutely looked. I thought that was my ringtone on a, on an old phone that I had. Before proper ringtones that we got now, just you remember yeah. like the MIDI, I think yeah, the yeah, MIDI yeah. files, yeah, yeah. And I had Raven's theme for for years as my ringtone when I was a, when I was a teenager. So for me, yeah. like Raven, Raven will be a huge get for for the it'd team turnbuckle, and it'd be a big get for us, along with a load of others as well that we just yeah. mentioned. We can't disclose who in the WWE has come back to us. It wouldn't be right or fair. Uh, suffice to say, they've had a lot of interest, which is always going to be the way uh, when you get released from a big company. Everyone's after your pound of flesh, so to speak. But also to shout this time next week, me, Andy, Rachel from Team Buckle. Obviously, Dave, a bit difficult for you in the circumstances. We, yeah, you're it's still. Not a, it's not a no. It's not a no, but it's not a yes. We will be in Cardiff uh, for Slam Masters, uh, the show next Sunday. That's going to be a great show. It is going to be a great show. We're going to be meeting the stars of Slam Masters before the show as well. Thanks to uh, Blanche and Dan- Dangerous Danny Owens and Brucey Blanche from Beers and Beatdowns who have sorted us out the, the meet and greet stuff. So we're going to be meeting Ace Austin, Subculture, uh, Wild Boar, everyone, you know, pretty much everyone, the who's who. And we're going to be a part of the Bullet Club properly. I'm going to get a chance to be a part of the Bullet Club properly next week as well. Uh, but I do have to wear my Beers and Beatdowns top. It's yeah. just... That's can't the, go wearing the I'll change it and bring, wear the Bullet Club later. Maybe I'll wear the Bullet Club for the meet and greet, but and then I'll I'll put uh, whilst I'm queuing up, I'll have the beers and beatdowns top on, and then quickly have a change. It probably doesn't fit you anymore, mate, with the amount of weight you've lost. That uh, mate, the hell of them. I... shirts when uh, we were at the Ignite show it was no. like a tent. It was like a tent, wasn't it? Yeah, I'm gonna have to either put weight back on or get new shirts. I've got to get. I've got. I've got to do a new merch order. Anyway, if you want a hoodie. So yes, I've got, I do. I've got to get I've got to get a new order in in place anyway. So we'll uh, I'll get a, a size or two down. And I'm going to do the ultimate like I'm going to remote the, a mark for myself, and I'm going to get me a, a t-shirt do with my own face on with the with the headphones on. I don't yes. think they'll sell many, mate. To be to be honest, yeah, but you can have problem child on the back or something or something. That's, it, yeah. that's, I, that's why I need a gimmick, man. I was I was Adam C. Baby, but we're working on it. There's something there with the cousin thing. Well, yeah, we'll uh, we'll go back to the drawing board. Everybody's favorite cousin. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's cousin. Yeah, that's, that's got to be. It. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, I'm going to try and go for the outro. I'll uh, get it wrong Ooh. the majority of times I've done it. I was and on a good run. And also, you've got to stop the recording. I have, yeah. So, <laughs> um, multitasking, not a strong point. Stace will tell you that. Right. <laughs> it's time to bid you adieu. Goodbye. Mwah. And good night. Ang. Stop. Hey, everybody, thank you for checking out the Hit in the Turnbuckle podcast. Make sure you go and check us out on all social media. Twitter, you can find us at HTTBuckle. Facebook, just search the Hit in the Turnbuckle podcast.